As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. is on this show again. America's officially number one podcast. Just don't look to do. Cut it out. Ones and twos, 68 and balmy. Thank uh, you. Guys, write into the Instagram handle if you guys want to hear any more Gareth catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> we will incorporate them in. Natalie Morales, who is the star of one of the stars of my new movie, Self-Reliance, Hulu, January 12th, uh, 68 and balmy. Uh, she's great on this episode. We have a follow-up this episode. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, uh, yes, we have, we pay off, uh, one of our early calls this episode and we're excited to do it. And, uh, Natalie's fantastic. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we hope everybody's, uh, you know, enjoying it, enjoying and going to see self-reliance on Hulu. Go watch it. Tell Uh, people about it. Yes. And And while you're telling people about stuff, tell them about this show. Agreed. And while, uh, you're listening, keep in mind, this is the show that my mother, Eve Johnson refers to as too wild when you and that other guy just start yapping too much. How long until you think she knows my name? Is that possible? If you think my dyslexia is bad, yeah. the apple did not she'll, fall far from the tree. She'll just be like, you and Rartag are just kind of all over you each know, other. The, um, the, uh, get, the other guy. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. Hello. Hi, you're on uh, We're Here to Help with uh, Jake Johnson, Gareth Reynolds, and uh, one of the stars of the new movie I directed, Self-Reliance, and somebody I'm a big fan of, Miss Natalie Morales. Hello, what an introduction. What's your name? My name is Whitney. Whitney, okay. Whitney, where are you calling from? Um, I'm going to use some fake names and places here, so I'm just going to say I'm in New England. Okay. Uh, That is a fake place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you didn't make up a weird state. <laughs> I'm glad it's just fake to you. It's I'm in right. Bungletown. Yeah, Bungletown. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Whitney from Bungletown, uh, what can we do for you today? Okay. So um, my problem is that my boyfriend um, is obsessed with a puppet monkey. So my boyfriend, um, has, we're going to call him Phil, and he is 31, and I'm 26. Um, about a year ago, this stuffed, like, hand puppet monkey came sort of back into his life. It resurfaced, and he has a nine-year-old son who loves stuffed animals, so it was super funny. Like, we were all sort of just playing with the stuffed animal. This was um, a childhood a stuffed whole... animal that he had that resurfaced? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, the monkey has a name. Uh, his full name is Deddy Donkey the Puppet Monkey. We call him Deddy for short. Okay. <laughs> We gave Daddy a whole character arc. He has like a whole personality and he is just like totally became part of our family. We will like set him up around the house. Like he's making coffee or like typing on the computer. And his son, Phil's son wanted us to like bring him to the grocery store. So 
we just sort of like gave him a whole goofy character Sure. And, so, so I'm getting um, uh, what's happening in Bungletown. I'm not seeing what the problem is. You guys are just weird with daddy. I'm seeing the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem is that Phil's son only lives with us half the time. So I started to realize that even when his son wasn't here, we were still like setting up daddy and <laughs> okay. do it like he's very active. So he would be like in the bedroom or just like on the couch playing video games, not in a weird way. Sure. Uh, one time, Phil and I went to Canada and Phil like insisted that we bring Daddy and I thought but without this was the all sun? sort of a bit. Yeah. Without the sun. Yeah, like was yeah. it for photos of Daddy so that he could take photos of yes. Daddy in Canada? Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was all just sort of fun so we could bring him back and show the sun and be like, How funny is this? Yeah. But I'm worried that that's not really the case anymore because I thought that this bit would fizzle out after a few Ooh, weeks. And I like this. it's it's been over a year. Daddy is Phil's, still super active. Phil's getting weird. Yeah, it's getting pretty weird. So I want some advice because I feel like there are two ways that I could go about like living the rest of my life with this stuffed animal. And I was hoping you guys could help me decide which well, way to go. Quick, Whitney, what are the two ways? Where, where are you at? Let's so, start with what you're thinking. Yeah, basically. So I don't know if I should either fully embrace it and just like, have daddy be a thing at one point i made him an instagram account because i thought that would make it like sort of funny and like socially acceptable don't plug um, it yeah. so plug don't, it. Know if I should... don't plug it no plug no no it. don't i'm plug not it. i'm not it. say it say it, say it. <laughs> well obviously it's daddy something the something monkey i can't remember what she said well just, just give it a plug yeah, god so... damn it give it a plug give it a plug <laughs> it is daddy donkey um i did send kevin like some pictures and the instagram account if you oh, guys great. want a visual yes um yeah. okay so i would love so a number... visual slap it on kevin Oh, oh my God, God. Okay. Jesus! I didn't oh expect God. the jaunty chapeau. <laughs> oh God, okay. the eyes! So it's got a little like, like a bird box. It's got a little the, taxi the cab fur. hat. Yeah, the fur is like a Brillo pad. Yeah, yeah. It this looks is, it yeah. looks like a 1950s toy. It's got a little bow tie, a little matching cap. It's really it is disturbing. Yeah. Daddy donkey. Okay, so okay, take that off, Kevin. Take it off. Sorry. <laughs> so number turn. one is to fully embrace Daddy and just. You know, it makes perfect sense when his son's around. It's a bonding thing you guys do as a family. And then while it's not there, if, you know, your husband does it, cool. And then what's option number two? So option number two is we need to end Debbie. And I need to convince, uh, it's my boyfriend, and I need to convince him that it's time to just, like, be done with this bit. It's weird. Okay. It's sort of psychotic. And <laughs> Whitney, I think you have more options. What are my options? I think you're limiting yourself by believing you only have two options. The third option that you have, which is always the best, is to talk to him about Daddy and go, what's your deal with this? Why are you doing it when your son's not here? Is it special to you in some way? Are you doing it because you want to take pictures for your son to keep it alive for him? Like, what? what's the... Re you got to find out the reason why your boyfriend Boring. is doing it. And then if it's still creepy, <laughs> then you can be like, I'm not cool with Daddy when your son's not here uh, I, I find it a little <laughs> strange but i think it is it a little <laughs> bit whitney is it a little bit just a little bit that you're a bit jealous of the attention that daddy's getting Ooh. oh i didn't see that um just a little bit like just dig deep into yourself and let's hear it yes you know i hadn't thought about it but there's Jeez. potential i mean he does get a lot of attention um what? i don't Natalie. think 
I don't think that that's like the main reason. Sure. I think I'm more just like embarrassed that I have a 31 year old boyfriend. Who's, but like, hold on, Whitney. Out. Part of this is you're embarrassed, but you're uh, jealous of a stuffed monkey. You saw Diddy. I would be. You would, I would be, be, Natalie? Yes. Are you serious? Matching hat and yes. What would you be jealous of? Uh, like all the attention. <laughs> going, <laughs> going to an inanimate object. I, I actually do think oh that it make, that, that connection does make sense, though, because it's like the time you're spending with your boyfriend is interrupted because Don't of the We correct. all need a little alone time. <laughs> yes, but you're not. But it's like when you're it's around. not then, alone then time. He, yes, when you're gone, he can play with Daddy. Who cares who he's playing with? It's with Jake. Listen to what you just said. <laughs> Fair. So Listen, I'm just saying I understand why? that if suddenly I, an ex resurfaced from his past that he Daddy used to play no with ex. a lot. No, no, yeah. Daddy is no An ex. obsession from the past resurfaced <laughs> well, and now is alive in their home again. After a few weeks, I'd be like, all right, enough with fucking Denny. Look over here, bitch. I'm right here. I bet like, you she, I bet you fucking anything that Whitney's walked around in sexy clothing and Phil has not noticed because he's been too fucking busy with Denny. I look, bet Denny's making Whitney, it happen. Hold on, hold on, Whitney, is that true? Uh, I can't say that it is. Okay, mm. well. Natalie, still, we just learned, we learned a lot about you. try you. and walk Natalie. around in some short shorts and see if he looks twice at you. We just learned more about Natalie Morales than we did Whitney. If you're uh, dating her and you have a stuffed animal, she will get lingerie, <laughs> prance around. It's actually a good move, really, if you oh, think about it in the long run. It's a I great tactic. So. Yeah. You start dating her, you go like this. Hey, from my childhood, this is uh, Ralphie the bear. Yeah. And she goes, what? Well, and you go, I love it so much. This is how you know if it's an actual problem, Whitney. If you walk around in sexy clothing and he doesn't look twice at you, then then it's a real fucking problem. <laughs> If not, you're fine, and it'll he'll be over it in a bit. Okay, I got a pitch for you. Go. Okay. I'm going back to the one and two option: the fully embrace or the end, right? And then Natalie entered the yep. third phase, which is maybe talk to him. And so I'm kind of going to enter the third phase a little bit. But in the talking, here's what I would pitch in the talk: I wouldn't just open this up because if something like this came from my childhood and I was dating somebody and I really connected to my son about it. And then my girlfriend was like, it's getting weird. A part yeah. of me would be like, back off. Mm -hmm. I'm really connected mm -hmm. to my son. It's a fucking monkey. You're getting goofy. And yes, you look good in lingerie, but chill out. Everything mm -hmm. is just fine. But here's what I would pitch to him. I would maybe build. I heard this story about uh, uh, Candace Bergman. I think I'm saying her last name correctly. Uh, she grew up and her dad had like a uh, puppet. A, uh, a ventriloquist doll. Sure. And they called it her brother and they put it in the closet and it was at all their family meals. Uh, yeah. They treated it like it was an actual human. Yes. And then they said, but they had a closet where like, I'm forgetting the, the puppet's name. Let's just call it Daddy. But <laughs> Daddy would go to sleep sometimes in the closet. And when he was sleeping, you left him alone. So I would build a little sleeping mm. area for this Daddy. great and advice, Jake. And, and I would say- <laughs> I understand Daddy's connected to your childhood. I understand that Daddy's connected to your son. And I think it's a lot of fun too. When your son's away, let's have Daddy sleep until he comes back. Hmm, okay. I like, I like if that. He then, if he then says I, like, no, I want him. Well, then you enter a world of, is everything you, cool, Phil? Are you then okay? you have to have the conversation. <laughs> I think the way that Natalie pitched it, where you're just like, what's, what's, what's going up? on here? What's up? Uh, I have another pitch. Yeah. Uh, how old is the okay. child? He's nine. nine. Nine years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would maybe pitch that 
Daddy lives with the child. That's the Daddy is the kid's thing. And also, when, does the kid even like it? It it does feel like oh, the some kid projection. Loves it. Okay, okay, okay. So the, I would say Oof. that's the pitch. I would say you say to your boyfriend basically. Daddy belongs to the nine-year-old, and when the nine-year-old goes, you think it would make sense for the nine-year-old to take Daddy, and then he also has joint Pretty custody good, of Daddy. But Gareth, two things here: you don't know if the kid's mom wants anything to do with fucking Daddy. And I don't. Two, what, is she gonna get jealous too? She's gonna no, wear like just really mom two, outfits around Daddy. It sounds like it sounds like part of the Daddy thing is sort of an elf on a shelf situation where they set him up in these. Yeah, but in these but lines Phil are can blurring, take. But though, Phil, that's... but but Phil's son could take the photos too. True. Yes, it's way Whit- better for Phil's son to be sending the pictures yes. to Phil. Than He's not for that Phil. little. So, yes. Whitney, what yes. do you think about the idea of uh, the son getting daddy? And what do you think Phil would think of that? Um, I don't hate that idea. I think, think honestly, I might be able to work with his son to convince Phil. Yes. That yep. This is the move. Like this is a bond. But we got to think about the son here because we're setting him up for a life of daddy. No, you know, where no, he's no, also he's going to do this to another woman when he's Listen, in his thirties. We'll be dead and gone by then. That's not our issue. <laughs> we need to solve this for Whitney. Okay, I'm just thinking of the child. <laughs> the I don't, did you see that creepy ass daddy? Did you I see can't that? stop thinking about it. <laughs> so, Whitney, here's the advice we've kind of given. Okay, we've got. Build a little sleeping quarter for the monkey, and the monkey sleeps when the boys. The away. daddy Betty. The daddy Betty. So <laughs> build a daddy Betty. Uh, the other advice, which I actually think is the winner here from my two cents, is have the monkey live with the boy right, and go with him where he goes and he takes the photo. And then lastly, we have make this a weird jealousy thing between you and the monkey. <laughs> Try to sexually outdo a monkey by wearing sexy booty shorts. And see if your boyfriend would rather look at your butt Listen, or a all weird I'm monkey's is a butt, test. which is from it's Natalie a- Morales, which is really weird stuff, Natalie. It's really a weird test. Stuff. It's a test to see if it's a real problem. That's all I was saying. No, because he could also go, wow, my uh, girlfriend's ass looks great. I'd love to have sex. And then as soon as it's done, I want to play with my monkey. Then it's a, well, well, it's a problem. It's still a problem. I mean, and you know it's a problem. Yes. What you just said <laughs> was wrong. Is, I mean, should be read by an attorney. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I wasn't it saying I it was a solution. Yet. I was saying yes. it was a test to find out how Agreed. deep the problem the I, is. The idea of, of sleeping with your significant other and then be like, I'm going to go play with my monkey now. Agreed. It's I terrible. mean, that's that's it. It's good. But I'm blaming Natalie. I'm not blaming me for that. I am blaming Natalie. So <laughs> okay, Whitney, I'll take it. Sure. Whitney, uh, where are you at? We, you've gotten some kind of advice. Where's your gut at? What are you feeling here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm not going to do the sexual one. That feels a little weird. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Um, well done. N- no offense. No offense. No problem. Um, offense I, I like the idea. Okay. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah. All getting... of a sudden, you're going to get into sexy lingerie and walk around this Zoom and go like, mm, now whose advice are you listening to? Are you guys going to focus on the call? <laughs> or are you going to focus on me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go play with your monkeys. <laughs> yeah, Whitney, you just became uh, the podcast monkey. And yeah. now Natalie yeah. is oh, not happy with the podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm paying attention to Natalie. Back to Natalie. <laughs> Fuck Nettie the monkey. Nettie. <laughs> Nettie, who cares? She pulled up her sleeves. <laughs> All right, so that's, you're not going to do that. Then keep going. Yeah, so I think I like the idea of sort of teaming up with his son. Great. To convince Phil that the monkey should stay with him 
Yes. I, I think, think that's awesome. that that might be an option. Yeah. Okay. You think right. you're going to actually do that? Um, I think I'm going to try. Kevin? I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Phil will respond. Okay. Well, but Phil doesn't have to respond. You're talking to the sun. Well, I think if it, I think also if this just ends up prompting a conversation, it can also it be, yeah, it can also be the bridge to that, you know? Yeah. I think, I think honestly, the best advice is just to talk to him and be like, what's the deal with the monkey? No. Is it no. a thing? No. Okay. Well, we've pitched that. That, that leads to you walking around in lingerie getting competitive. Right. So, okay. so Whitney, you're considering <laughs> talking to the son about if he would take him. Is that correct? Yeah, and I'm actually, I'm almost thinking, because I think if we say to Phil, hey, your son's going to take the monkey over the week and bring it to his mom's house, I feel like Phil will just say no. So I'm so wondering, how about this? like, maybe Whitney, we how do about it this? in a sneaky way. How about we do this? You yes, talk to the son. Right. If he's on board, come back on the show. Yes. Why, we'll have, why would we'll he say no? On. Is it because Daddy's too, like, delicate because he's an antique? No, because he'd rather have sex with it than Whitney, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does have a hole at the bottom. <laughs> Oh, Ew, dear. Stop. You don't know that. You're it does. Just it's doing, a puppet. Uh, it's we, a we puppet. You're doing wishful thinking. So we I'm have, saying it's a puppet. <laughs> no, it's not a puppet. You no, have to a hole in its butt. Look. It's a hand well, puppet. Is, we oh, could very it, easily put a hole in it. I mean, it, it's easy to put a hole in a doll. Good Lord. Guys, we've gone well, sideways. How does Gareth, Gareth is like, the you can over. put a hole in anything. I have a guy. If you need a holeman, I've got him. <laughs> so, Whitney, we got to get off. Uh, and final, okay. our advice to you from at least Gareth and I, not Natalie's, would be to talk to the son. <laughs> and if if your if your boyfriend is a no on that, then I would lean into the what did you call it? The daddy the den. The daddy Betty. The daddy Betty. But also, yeah. if you want to talk to him on the show, that's definitely an option too. Yes. The daddy Denny okay. is a good name too. Also, I will say. So Whitney, let Kevin know if you want to do it on the show. We're happy to have it. If not, we would love an update on this one. Okay, I will definitely keep you guys in the loop. I Good luck, Whitney. Do, do the short shorts thing. Okay, bye. Okay, I'll try it. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Rocket, Rocket Money. Money. Jake, we love Rocket Money. Listen, you know what the deal is, right? It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills. You, like me, or like Jake, or other people are probably noticing that you're still paying for things that you don't use. And Rocket Money has over 5 million users, has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Uh, I told you the story about how I was paying for a Packers uh, yeah. radio station That's amazing. for a playoff game uh, against the Cardinals uh, about seven years ago. Anyway... What we want you to do is stop wasting money on things. That's right, Gil Buchanan, ones and twos, 68 and balmy, still alive, not dead yet. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash help. That's rocketmoney.com slash help. Rocketmoney.com slash help. Gil Buchanan, still in the garage. Jake Johnson, we're buddies. We are sponsored by a new sponsor today. We're happy to have them. Booking. Dot com. Booking dot, yeah. Uh, Booking.com, Jake, as you know, offers so many possibilities across the U.S. I use Booking.com. So do I for travelers. I travel all the time and use Booking.com. Do you book all your own stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Do you go to Booking dot, yeah? Uh, Booking.com, Booking dot, yeah. Uh, listen, if it's from a relaxing beach resort to a remote mountain cabin to... 
going to do a show in West Des Moines. There's a multitude of choices across the U.S. on Booking.com that allow you to book everywhere you want to. Uh, I definitely use it, like I said, whenever I'm going on the road. There's tons of things you have to do. So do you, you'll book your own car, your own everything? Oh, no, you have I, a van. I have a van. But you're booking your, all van. your own hotels. Uh, a lot of hotels get booked, but you also have to book a lot of your own hotels. Like oh. if you have a down night or yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes clubs do this fun thing where they're just like, hey, we'll give you $100. And you're like, that's not what Booking. a hotel <laughs> Booking.com. <laughs> so book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking.com. Yeah. Hey everyone, this next call is a follow-up from episode two, which is titled The Santa Dilemma. So if you'd like to uh, check that episode out before listening to this follow-up, we highly recommend it and enjoy. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Gareth and I do not know who this is. We just know that it's a follow-up. Oh. Yeah. Hey. So give us some clues, girl. Yeah. We're lost. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's me, Tori. I have Rocky, the the son who thinks my uh, yard guy's Santa. Whoa. Oh, uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa's Claus. Santa's Claus. Yeah. Whoa. Well, for, for starters, Tori, what's happening? What's the update? What's going on? And it's also the Christmas holiday season. Coming. <laughs> so. It's a really, really good moment for us to be having this conversation because I, I need help. Oh, I no. really, oh, boy. Oh, dear. I really do. Okay. So <laughs> here's the full update. Oh no. So yeah. I can't. The, okay. As far as Santos is concerned, he has been gone for most of the season because it's winter. So we're yeah, not he's in the seeing North him <laughs> as often. <laughs> we're not seeing Santos. As often. Does Rocco miss him? But no, so Rocky, Rocky's three now. Okay. And this issue has expanded in its complexity. The more, the more he learns, the smarter he gets, the more conscious he is of the world, the harder just Santa in general is. And most of us are lying to our kids about Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, maybe we are. Maybe we're not. I think it's no, a mysterious, magical thing, um, which I don't know what's 100% real. Is So basically, he's in a spot right now where are, he still believes. And are you leaving sure. the door open to the to Santa being real? Is I that know what the just door happened? is open. Is he there right now? Yes. Rocky? So you're like an Santa agnostic? No, so okay, so Rocky's not here right now. Okay. We okay. never told him. We never told him about Santa. I was setting up to talk to Rocky. I thought he was. There. Oh. Because I thought okay. she said at the okay. beginning he's here. Okay. I thought she was. When I said I know where this yeah. is going, I thought the boy was going to come on, and I was about to do a hard no. sell of the play, not the play I do in case my kids listen, the reality which I do, and that is, <laughs> how the hell should I know? Yeah. Right. You're. So what's happened in my house, Tori, is. They cornered yeah. my wife, or my one daughter cornered my yeah. wife while her sister was watching and said, we know Santa's not real, admit it. This is this year? No, this was, uh, <gasps> I think, two years ago. Okay. And my wife never wants to lie. Right. So she went like, and I wasn't home, and she goes like, I don't want to talk about it. Wow. And they, my daughter said, you need to tell us the truth now because you're lying to us. And so she said, well, the tr she said, the truth is, is we think Santa's a beautiful thing, but your dad and I do all the presents. And they were like, yeah. So when I got home, they go, we know the truth. And I <laughs> took a different approach, Tori, 
And it's what I believe. And if anybody's listening under a certain age, and that is, well, you think your mother knows everything? <laughs> and that is, they go, well, we know the truth, Dad. And I go, well, what's the truth? They go, there's no Santa. And I go, that's wild you think that. Then who ate the carrots? And they well, go, reindeer. Uh, pretty funny burn my daughter did because we put cookies and carrots out. I go, because we're still doing this now. Mine are 10. And they go, they always try to get to the bottom of it. And they go, uh, I go, so who ate the carrots? And my daughter goes, definitely not you. Mom ate those. You had the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Never felt more like a fat boy. And I went like, that's actually true. I don't eat the carrots. It's fake. It's all fake. Yeah, happy? So is the question, Tori, when your kids get older, what do you do about the Santa reveal? Because Santos is, seems to be out of the question. Is that where we're at? Yeah, so Santos is kind of out of sight, out of mind. Right now, what I'm struggling with is we are telling the most persistent and curious beings on earth yes. a lie with a lot of holes in it. Yeah, agreed. And so I'm like driving my son around and he sees Santa and yeah. he's like, There's Santa. Is that Santa? Yeah. Is that Santa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Santa? Where does he live? The dance gets tricky. The dance gets tricky. Why? Yeah. And he's three. So here's what I lean into. Wow. And this is the same thing with the tooth fairy. Because what happened, we had a year where, which was a really funny thing. It was what broke this before. I think it was about three years ago. One of my daughters goes, it was Christmas Eve, and we're all like matching jammies and doing all that ridiculous stuff for photos. Uh For photos we're not even taking. And uh, I go like, all right, guys, let's go to bed. And my daughter goes, I feel scared. And I go, why? And she goes, because Santa's <laughs> coming down our fireplace. He's going to be in our house. <laughs> and he goes, she goes, so can I sleep in bed with you guys? And I went, no, because like there's obviously still like, presents we needed. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> and I was like, no. And then I went like, no, you shouldn't be afraid of Santa. And she goes like, well, there's going to be a man in our house. And I went like, he's little. <laughs> And then she goes, how little? And I go, it's tiny, it's tiny. And then as I was saying it, I realized, well, that's scary. I was like, a little like Santa? A little, yeah, like a little gremlin. And then she goes like, she was seven. And she goes, how little? And I was like, little, little, just not scary. Little. And she's like, are the reindeers little? And I go, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is getting really Everything's freaky. smaller than pitch. My wife's behind them looking at me like, you're going the wrong direction, <laughs> my guy. Hold on. So what I lean into on this 100% is we live in a world of mystery, Tori. I think that I I cannot believe how much I like this. You do. Oh, I thought you were I going do. the other direction. Because it's very much like I thought I was about to get killed. It's very no, it's really it's kind of it's kind of genius in the way that it's like because do you still do the the stockings? Yeah. Yeah, see, because yeah. it kind of keeps course, it kind of it kind of shifts from the lie to the tradition. Yes. Uh-huh. And that is actually kind yeah. of genius because it takes it off of you a little bit. They at some point will be like, this is bullshit, but they can keep having a stock. Or maybe it isn't. What, but they can keep having a stocking for a long time well if they, they can, want. Can, it's kind of a game. So that's how I see it. And that is, and this is for if they ever listen to it, although they don't, they're not fans of any of the stuff. I no, they ever believe want. me. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what I really think is, I think part of the game is the kids transition into an older thing is... Who are we to say that the magic of the holidays is over? It's and who so dictates it? Funny to like make it like UFOs. Like, yes, I don't know. So I kind of believe so in it, Uf- but you're allowed to believe UFOs in it. UFOs is the perfect comp. Yeah, because they'll go, they'll get the logic game, Tori, where they'll go like, "So Santa leaves," and I go, "You're asking me questions I don't know the answers to." You know, all I know is that 
I believe there's a Santa. And I know your aunt, my sister, believes she saw the tooth fairy as a kid. Wow. So what am I supposed uh-huh. to say to that? And she go, they'll go, she did. And my sister as a kid had like, you know, a problem, most likely a vivid dream. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or saw the fucking uh-huh. tooth fairy. Jake, what are we? Come on. Is there no such thing as magic, Tori? Jake, Jake. Jake. Merry Christmas, everybody. Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> I'm with you, but let's Merry, not. No, happy holidays, let's, everybody. Let's not so enter your sister saw the tooth fairy land just yet. Okay, let's okay. let's keep it with the mystery. Right, I like that. Kev, cut it out. <laughs> Wait, once the full house cut it out? Yeah. Yep. Cut it out. Yeah. That's my new catchphrase. The Cooley, you can't take Dave Cooley's catchphrase and say it's Mike. You don't do that. I'll take yours. We've got the number one <laughs> podcast in the world. Don't look it up. So, Tori. <laughs> I would say in closing on this one, because I <laughs> yeah. do understand you're in a tough spot. Uh, and how old is Rocky again? He's about three. six. Oh, he's only three? Three. He's three. He's shockingly smart yeah, little guy. He's shockingly really, yeah. smart little guy. Uh, have you ever given him a Rubik's Cube? No. Come on, Jake. Let's keep it on the call. Agreed. So here's what I would say, Tori. Uh, I would uh-huh. lean into the mystery, and you and Rocky okay. are on the same team where he goes, why is that? And you're. I think the parent is allowed to say, I don't know. I'm That's not sure a really how that good works. question. Yeah, I like that. That is a ve- legally you're clear. Yes, because he you, cannot <laughs> sue you because you don't want to lie, lie. But I also like the idea of if you're in a snowy place and you do the footprints while they're sleeping, even as teenagers. Tiny footprints. <laughs> Keep in mind, we're trying to consistently <laughs> yeah, say Santa's about seven inches. The tiny one was bad, but yeah. there I is like the tiny, tiny Santa. But that kind of gamemanship of the holidays. You know, there are certain families that. They always act like kids. You'll see them every once in a while. But even as like 20 year olds, they'll call their parents mommy and daddy. Uh-huh. And when they're all together, they uh-huh. act like kids. I find that gross. Yeah. Uh, but right, what I right, find right, nice right. is, is that families that can still have the element of fun together. And I know when I was growing right. up, once I was around nine, my mom's like, I'm fucking Santa. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I buy all the gifts and I do all the stuff and I'm like, I'm sick of doing yeah. it for him. And you know what? I do all the cleaning and he gets the credit. And I had to go like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. I, I like it a lot. What I really like is I like the idea because I remember when my, when my mother did the reveal yeah. After getting over the trauma, I was like, how the hell was she sneaking in in the yeah, night? Yeah, yeah. There's kind of a game to that of like, if you want to keep that going, you want to keep filling the stocking. It, I think you leave it like that. You don't necessarily fully answer, but it does kind of keep a tradition but, going. But I'll tell you why, even a little correction to what you just said. Here's the reality, Tori. We don't yeah. know if there's a Santa. So Jake. we're talking Jake. right now like we know for Jake. sure. Hey, Tori. Jake. No. Yeah. Is there a God, Gareth? Jake. Is there an afterlife? Jake. Are there aliens? Jake. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. And happy holidays. <laughs> Tori, here's what I'm leaning into. This podcast is not right now two guys saying, there isn't one, lie to your kids. This is what I'm saying. If any young person listens, first of all, you shouldn't be listening. And second of all, if you do, I cannot say with a straight face that there is or there isn't a Santa. I can't say with a straight face if there is or there isn't a, you know, Easter bunny. Jake. I don't right. hide all the eggs. My wife, there's <laughs> eggs in the yard. Jake, there's not. Okay, is we're not going to do this. Is the Easter Bunny six feet or two feet? Why are you asking me? I'm not the king of the Easter Bunny colony. Right. But I think important to create parameters of reality for those young, impressionable minds yeah. to not say, hey, look, we got an egg yard. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. I don't Magic know. Magic eggs going appear. On. Well, you do. I think what I like <laughs> is we leave it open to. 
it's a tradition. If we choose to believe, we choose to believe for as long as we want to believe. And that I think that is a little more than saying, you know, there could be leprechauns. You just got to catch them to get wishes. Well, there could be. No. And on the end of a rainbow, there might be gold. No. I've never found it. Jake. Do you remember? And I don't remember. I don't know if this stuck or it was just our childhood or if it was a skit. But what was Hanukkah Harry? Do you remember Hanukkah that? Harry was, I think, started as a skit and then got made into a but movie. But it was a real, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, well, it was like, it was like, it was, like a it, it was for, for, you know, because it's like Christmas is just <laughs> so celebrated and, and then so the Jewish good. kids would be like, Hanukkah. And I want to say with that, there might be a Hanukkah Harry, there might not be. There yeah. probably is a guy named Harry who's out there. For sure, yeah, okay, all right, we're that leaving that real. door open too. That one's real. So, Tori. But either way. <laughs> I, I think that's a good way to slice it. Yes. And I think we can definitely call this call a Christmas, Tori. What do you think of that? What do you yeah. think of that pitch, Tori? By the way, your response no, was perfect. Yeah. All right. That's why I snuck it in. I snuck it in. Yeah. Hey, I didn't need Gareth, honest to God, Christmas Tori and I are going to say this together. One, two, three. Cut it out. All right. Nope. We're not stealing. You can't do that. All right, Tori, take us out of here. Where are you at? So I feel like if I could settle in on this, if this could be my consistent answer to him, well, some children believe, and then that'll be my answer to everything. Sure. Hmm. And <laughs> I don't have all the answers, but so, I think that you, works. Why don't you right. also say you talk to your friend Jake, and he said. Okay. Well, Jake Johnson believes. That'll be my answer. He, yeah, he said, well, you could say some some kids believe. I like believe, the idea. That you could also say, in, well, my friend Jake believes that there could be one, there could be not. And I okay. don't know. He seems to know a little bit more Jake about Jake lives it. in Hollywood. He's not a Scientologist. Don't, he's don't a, mention, he's don't a mention Hollywood anymore. It won't help us. <laughs> if I can transfer this 100% to Jake, then I think I'm good with whatever. The go with I, that. I think that's right. That's great. And then when he gets okay. older, he's going to go. Who the hell is Jake? Yeah. yeah. But don't say my yeah. last name. Just say Jake. Just say Jake Hollywood Jake. Sure. I like that. <laughs> what okay. do you think, Taurus? Okay, perfect. I love it. I think I it's a pretty it. happy ending you. to a Christmas tour. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Anything? Nothing? Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, if you want yeah. Rocky to call in, I would gladly yeah. answer any questions he has. That, if you're comfortable with that, I'll and, probably and, and mute I'll, myself. And, and I'll make you a promise, Tori. I will not yeah. give anything away because I have nothing to give away. I but okay. I will I will answer it. I'm happy to do it back and forth with him. And he is gonna leave a little bit more confused. But there's no solid <laughs> okay. answers that come out of my mouth in terms of what's real or what's not. <laughs> a guy like Gareth, he knows it all. There is none. Right. Bo humbug or whatever it's called. Bo humbug. What's like called? we always say. No, Bo humbug. Absolutely. You know the expression. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what, you, what Tori. What is it, bum humbug? Uh -huh. Bum humbug, yep. What is it? Uh-huh, that's someone, someone denies anal. Bum humbug. <laughs> Bye, Tori. Bye, Tori. Bye, guys. Thank you. We're Here to Help is hosted by Jake Johnson and Gareth Reynolds. The show is produced and edited by Kevin Bartelt, and the associate producer and editor is AJ McKee. Our social media director is Caitlin Tanwakio, and our video editor is John DeBruin. The theme song is made by Oliver Raleigh, and you can check out his music at OliverRaleigh.com. That's Oliver, R-A-L-L-I.com. The album artwork is by James Fosdyke. You can find him on Instagram at James underscore Fosdyke, D-I-K-E. And if you'd like to see me do stand-up on the road, go to GarethReynolds.com. And if you'd like to be on the show, email us your question at HelpfulPod at gmail.com. All of the advice given on We're Here to Help is for entertainment purposes only, and all listeners should be adults and make their own decisions. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>